This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. It's Friday, so that means it's news panel time. Let's welcome into the show Joita Gupta and Michelle McQuig. Hey, good morning, Joita. Good morning, Dave. And hello, Michelle. Good morning, friends. So let's start today by talking about the economy, some specifically some news from the financial sector. The major Canadian banks released their quarterly earnings this week. They all made profits. To avoid getting bogged down in a bunch of numbers, here's the bottom line. Profits pretty much doubled for all the major banks, except CIBC, who actually, the profit went down to $1.14 billion for the quarter. What are you doing, CIBC? Only making a billion dollars in the last three months. Um, There were also a couple acquisitions of note this week. The major one, RBC reaching a deal to buy HSBC for roughly $13 billion. And a smaller deal. Desjardins bought Guardian for $750 million. Guardian, if you want to know, is an insurance and mutual fund company. It all has me thinking about competition in the financial sector, a sector that is essentially protected by government regulation, but funded with your money as a consumer. And I'm pointing at the camera aggressively as I say that. Your money as a consumer. For fear of being called a populist, Michelle, is there a lack of competition in our financial sector and is it getting worse? Um, I feel it's pretty safe to say that this is not a competitive sector. The very fact that we have what is colloquially called the big six and everyone knows exactly what you're talking about speaks to exactly how little competition there is in the finance sector in Canada. Um, The lack of competition is already being cited as a concern with this RBC deal specifically and even a little bit with the Desjardins deal. They've been snapping up some properties in the past uh, few years so that that has... Uh, potentially contributed to the situation. But yeah, definitely lack of competition is a factor in the sector. Uh, Whether one considers that a pro or a con, though, really depends on who you ask. And that's been what's been interesting to watch play out in the the last little bit, especially with this RBC deal being announced. Mm -hmm. And and I'll cut a a slice of that pie in a second, but I want to give Joita the same opportunity to answer my Captain Obvious question. Is there a lack of competition in our financial sector, Joita? Well, I think that actually depends on who you talk to. Um, There are people who have been proponents of the RBC deal in particular who have said that the acquisition of HSBC will not impact competition in any negative way. Whether you believe them or disbelieve them is besides the point, but the contention is that because HSBC accounts for some 2% of the market share, the takeover by RBC really won't have all that much of an impact. But of course, it's evident that the deal, the acquisitions are good for the banks, the big six, as Michelle pointed out. And there are other voices that are disputing the fact that these uh, these most recent acquisitions are a good thing and have bemoaned the lack of competition in the sector. Um, I know that there was an economist um, who is uh, called Robert Clark, is based at Queen's University, and he talked to the CP about uh, the lack of competition and how it's really hurting the sector. Um, the real issue that he pointed out is that with the acquisition of HSBC, it's really going to hurt the available interest rates that consumers have access to. And I think when we think about, um, you know, the kinds of choices that consumers have as have past mergers, we haven't really had large scale mergers in Canada. I think the most 
the the biggest one that comes to mind was in the 90s when TD Bank acquired Canada Trust. And at that at at that time in the 90s there had been some moves I believe to 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 merge Royal Bank with the Bank of Montreal and the Competition Bureau stepped in and stopped it precisely because they yeah. felt it would be far too big. So there's always this push and pull between people who believe that yes acquisitions are necessary from a business point of view and they don't hurt the sector and they don't hurt the end user and there are of course people who viciously argue the other side i think the interesting caveat to consider is that um there's a couple of factors here one the banking sector itself and the market has evolved considerably in the last 10 to 15 to 20 years especially with online banking where you maybe as a consumer do have more choice than you did back in the 90s but i think um the lack of competition and you know the lack of choices if you will might have more of an impact on seniors as consumers who may not have access to online banking in quite the same way and again while this is clearly an, a move intended to make money for the banks uh it is worth asking you know you said is competition getting worse and wh- what the impact of that is going to be will be felt differently based on the kind of consumer that we're talking about so if you're rich and well off you're not probably going to be bothered one way or the other by the lack of competition in the sector but if you're a low income or racialized or even a small business these moves will have very different impacts on you and one of the problems that we have in canada is we don't really uh account for lending practices or we don't really monitor the impact of lending practices on these vulnerable communities so we yeah. don't really even know what the pro- how how deep seated the problems really are yeah you read my mind because i was going to mention that because of this heavy regulation there has emerged a space for these payday lenders which are largely unregulated mm-hmm. and cities are trying to form regulation policy on payday lenders because of the predatory loans that they give and somehow they've squeezed into this space and perhaps the overregulation at the top is allowing people to squeeze in at the bottom and be predatory but i i do want to talk about perhaps the positives of a lack of competition because mm-hmm. this isn't a one-sided conversation the lack of competition via regulation is largely what kept our financial the canadian financial sector I'm going to say healthy during the Great Recession. I I know that we could probably quibble about my choice of word there, but largely the Canadian banks were never in any kind of credit danger during the Great Recession, mm-hmm. while American banks were collapse collapsing left, right, and center. Oh, yeah. So, Michelle, again, I know these questions are like very broad and like kind of unfair, but are high bank fees <laughs> almost a price worth paying for a semblance of stability? I, I honestly, I. I... Bear in mind here that we, uh, I, I'm not able to give a personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, we're, 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 we're just being loosey-goosey here. We're just being <laughs> yeah, loosey-goosey. But, yeah, th- that was absolutely said. It's a huge factor in 2008 when you had massive bank failures with the likes of Bear Stearns, for instance, going down in 20, 2008. Uh, that kind of turmoil was simply not seen here to the same degree. Yes, of course, there was a recession. There was major economic impact. But there was never any even fear that the banks themselves were going to fail. We never had to consider the kind of bailout packages that were being floated in the U.S. and that became a very contentious political matter. So, yes, I, I think that was is the, the first and foremost reason why people will cite the regulation as a major pro here. And, and I, I suspect a lot of people have seen the value of that. Uh, Canada has been undergoing some, some economic growth for, for quite some time now. Uh, Mark Carney, who was the governor of the Bank of Canada during that time and whose uh, 
handling of that situation really, really did a lot to burnish his credentials and, and advance his career further and, and make him governor of the Bank of England even. Um, that was all seen as, as tied to the way that our financial sector weathered that particular storm. So I think that it's pretty easy to mount a fairly strong argument for the, the effectiveness of the regulations in our sector. Joita, is it at all reconcilable that regulation and high fees are a price worth paying for the semblance of financial sector stability? Well, I think there's a couple of things here. I mean, the regulation of our uh, banking sector did keep it from having the kind of insta- dealing with the kind of instability we saw south of the border and during the recession, as Michelle pointed out. So I think there's generally a good argument to be made for the Canadian sector, the uh, banking sector being relatively well regulated and how that's actually been of, of use to us because banks were not, not as, as, as consumers, because the banks were not able to engage in risky lending practices like subprime loans, uh, which is what we saw south the border, which led to you know the, the collapse of the of the housing sector and other problems there. I don't need to sort of regurgitate what happened during the recession. Ah, sometimes it's worth reminding people that like <laughs> we were on the brink of economic collapse sixteen years ago. Sixteen years ago, which I know seems very far away, but I think we, because of the state of because of the amount of regulation, were largely protected from the worst of that. And I think your point about bank fees is an interesting one because. Um, I think, as you pointed out earlier in the program, it is a bit of a populist argument that bank fees in Canada are, are, are too high. And again, it depends on who you are. If you're a young person, if you're a student, if you're a person with a, a disability or anyone on a fixed income, really, the bank fees can really pinch. Whether we need to actually bring in additional regulation to try and um, examine uh bank fees in Canada and reduce them, at least in some sectors, I think is a really important conversation. I remember some years ago, they brought in some uh, exemptions around bank fees for seniors. So there needs to be an acknowledgement that um, bank fees are, um, they're, they're, they're part and parcel of our banking system here in Canada. I don't ever see us getting away from them entirely, but it might be worthwhile to have a more fulsome discussion about uh, the impact on marginalized communities, because as, as I think was very convincingly argued earlier before the break from a number of people, it's really those people with very little money to begin with who are hit the hardest by these bank fees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The, there's, there's more to this pie in this debate. It's actually quite an interesting piece of pie. And this is perhaps where I lose my populist allies, at least of uh, some political stripe, because I would argue that the Canadian financial sector actually presents a backbone of not just the Canadian financial stability, but sort of some – Let's call it accoutrement of the financial sector, i.e. pension plans, investment plans, RDSPs, RRSPs, TFSAs, owning Canadian bank stock, and I'm one of the people who does own Mm -hmm. quite a bit of Canadian bank stock, is considered one of the absolute best investments you can make because of these regulations and because of the stability caused by the lack of competition. But again, knowing that a lot of that money is taken from consumers out of people's pockets, it leads me to this question. Again, this is where I'm probably going to lose uh, populist brethren of at least certain political stripe. Should any regulatory protected industry be subjected to a higher tax on their profits or the dividends that they give to shareholders? For example, major banks or cough telecom companies 
cough. <laughs> Michelle, again, I, I know that I'm probably going to lose some allies here, and this is where I get a little bit controversial, but if we're going to offer these private companies this much protection, should there be something that says, well, it's going to cost you? That protection comes with a price. It's almost like a mafia. <laughs> um as per usual on taxation matters, I don't feel I have necessarily the expertise to weigh in with the degree of confidence and, and, and knowledge that you bring to the table on this one. But I will say that that kind of argument uh, has a certain degree of logic to it. <laughs> there, there's, there is a regulation has its pros and cons, and I think we've been able to explore the pros with the finance sector more than, let's say, with telecom, which I know we've unpacked at different mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. different times and uncovered different kinds of issues. Uh, for that kind of thing, perhaps taxation would make a certain amount of sense, especially when there is a lack of, of competition, a clearly demonstrated one, uh, and, and one that's easily comparable. Uh, with telecom, it's easy to compare the, the, a cell phone bill. Uh, generated in Chicago with one generated in Toronto and see the, the wildly different circumstances that you're dealing with in terms of uh, competitive pricing and then the telecom landscape in general and banking. It's a bit of the reverse that we've discussed here. But uh, I, I do think there is, it's a discussion worth having and one that we don't actually hear very much, I think, just because of the general uh, allergic reaction people have to hearing the word tax, which shuts down a number of really productive, potentially productive conversations in their tracks before they can even really get started. Um, I will say, circling back really quickly to the finance sector briefly, is that there is one interesting component that hasn't been addressed here and has, isn't going to be addressed in discussion of these deals that we've talked about. But there is a major disconnect between two major pillars of the finance sector here, and that would be banks, which are federally regulated, and credit unions, mm. which are not. Mm. Those are regulated by the provinces. And uh, that gets into another one of our favorite topics here on the panel of jurisdictional... <laughs> Everybody do a uh, shot. We said the word jurisdiction. Right? <laughs> But truly, it, it, it is a factor and, and one that I don't think gets discussed very often when considering finance sector policy. Mm -hmm. Juita, I'm giving you a last word on this one in regards to my hypothesis about perhaps changing the tax code around profits and dividends in heavily protected industry. Yes, exactly. And I think with the banking sector in particular, they have benefited from regulation because it's uh, prevented their competitors from engaging in cutthroat lending practices to say nothing of you know keeping new entrants out. You know, the big six are the big six for a reason. And those reg and the, regula the regulatory environment has a lot to do with that. But if you'll allow me to um, be a little socialist, uh, the fact of the matter is banks make massive profits. And so it's not, it has less to do, in my opinion, with, or, you know, it has less to do with the regulatory environment, but more it could be, you know, argued to do with the fact that they make such massive profits that they should be taxed on them. I think that's a nice spot to leave the conversation. And uh, I look forward to uh, no advertisers coming forward to sponsor now with Dave Brown from the uh, Big Six after uh, this segment. That's fine, though. That's okay. We, we walk on our own two feet over here. We don't need bailouts on now with Dave Brown. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.